0: everybody. How you doing today? I can't tell because it's a podcast. This is a podcast. It's the Common Briefing Program, part of the geek, uh, Common Geeking Program, where each month uh, we try to review geek news, bringing you the hottest headlines and uh, ultimately trying to, sa- to decide what we think is the most impactful, important or interesting story for geeks around the world to know and follow. I am Colin. I am apparently high energy for the first time all week, and it is making it <laughs> difficult to talk. Uh, I am joined by fellow correspondents.
1: Uh, I am Jeff. I am the usual amount of energy, probably. I don't know. We'll see how the day goes. Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chowder. I am on. <laughs> I'll be everyone if you want me. Uh, oh, uh,
2: sorry. Uh. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm Tamu, or Chowder, uh, whichever you prefer. Uh, I, I am, uh, I am uh, just looking through some Kickstarters, because I kind of forgot to do that today, so thank <laughs> hey, you, last <laughs> <one>? <laughs> I a lot. At least we know it's part of your routine, and not just the thing you always have kicking in the back of your
3: head. It's not, it's not a bad thing. There are lots of good Kickstarters, unfortunately. Um,
0: That's yeah. very true, and who's saying that right now?
3: it's it's austin i'm i'm here i am procrastinating uh i should be working on a lot more things right now but instead we're here and that's good because i don't really need to face all of the terrible problems approaching me so <laughs> just like in real life
0: i like how uh i like how podcasting is just your tool of procrastination yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're going to be recapping uh, what we think are the most, uh, well, the biggest or most interesting pieces of geek news from the month of November 2020. Now, this was a crazy month biggest. for a lot of other reasons, but we're yeah, going to focus re- on this.
1: <laughs> if I fucking remember correctly, the last recording we were doing was like in the election week, so uh, we're, we're different yep. people than we were then. <laughs> Jeff uh, is
0: different people i think the rest of us sort of yeah. held it together jeff was tail spitting but we brought him back up maintaining yeah. a cruising altitude and uh we're gonna talk about some stuff how you
1: guys uh before we jump in how you guys doing today how you feeling oh i'm doing all right i had some five mm-hmm. guys and that's about all i can ask for at this juncture that might <laughs> be energy levels
3: uh yeah hey, uh, i it yep, chatter how's it going how's kickstarter
1: uh <laughs> still looking you (laughs) passive mother (laughs) i don't know i'm feeling i'm feeling
0: pretty good man i got and i'll probably talk more about it in how you doing with laura because that's more of a personal yeah conversation thing not as professional
3: like this one
0: not as editorially sound and integral in its journalistic endeavors I've gotten so many little gadgets and toys this month just because they all came out this oh, month and then Black Friday happens so oh yes and if you'd like oh, he hear has audio only I can move my microphone around various vibrating objects uh, no I got a lot of I got a lot of lights Ooh. I got a Roomba and my cats of course hate it and excellent um, you know some speakers a phone uh, and then something else that's gonna go directly into my story which is a follow-up. On uh, two briefing programs ago.
1: Wonder so what just,
0: that could be. Wonder what that could be. So uh, in our recap of September, I talked a lot about the console releases and the absolute clusterfuck that was the pre-order and marketing process. Uh, leading up
1: to their <laughs>
0: <release>. I omitted <laughs> it last month because there wasn't a lot of development, but in November, the biggest development <laughs> happened, which is they released... That sounded gross the way I said it. Yep. Uh, the Xbox they Series released X and the Xbox Series S uh, released on uh, November tenth, and the PlayStation Five released on November twelfth. Um, yep. Now, just as happened with the uh, as what happened with the pre-orders, there were a lot of people on launch day trying to get the consoles, but stock is still extremely low. Uh, Microsoft's uh, head of Xbox Phil Spencer has been pretty upfront he's like we are probably going to be low or out of stock until like spring so That's excuse
3: rough. me yeah lord
2: so,
1: um, at, at least there's been a little transparency about it um do they um and, do they have a cap on how many people can order one thumb or like how many you can order at once uh, most th- that was typically up to the retailer i know that microsoft.com
0: yeah. did gotcha. limit it i don't know about the microsoft stores but uh stores But that doesn't like
3: stop them. you from making a bot to order from different websites.
1: Yes. Exactly. That's true. But it, it would um, it would uh i think yeah. it would decrease that a little bit at least. Apparently like
2: scalpers have more consoles than the actual retailers. The
3: yeah. Oh yeah. So uh,
0: yeah, it to- that absolutely makes sense. Um i myself uh being Uh, I would like to say Xbox Stan, but really I'm trapped in the Xbox ecosystem. Someone help me out. I uh, (laughs) went to... Order the Xbox, and you can listen to the previous episode of how that went. And then on release day, for the days leading up to it, I was like scouring sites, seeing what the release was going to be. Some sites are like, we're, we're going to unlock them online at this time. Sony actually said across the board, they're going to be none available in stores for a COVID precaution. They said, we're only going to sell these consoles online. And I was like, Oof. that's a good idea. And Microsoft yep. said, everybody fucking fight for it. Um, yeah. Individual yep. Let retailers like. Yeah, individual retailers like Walmart and Best Buy said, like, don't line up, don't come into the store. Best Buy did, like, curbside pickup, and uh, there was one retailer that is known for treating its employees and its customers very well, GameStop, (laughs) just kind of did business as usual. So, after scouring a bunch of places, after seeing the consoles in person for the first time, and, like holy cow i knew that the series x was big i knew that the series s was small and i knew that the ps5 was big the series s the smallest xbox ever is way smaller than i expected and it was like a cute little thing the series x i was like that's kind of a tall thing i see why people compare it to a mini fridge and then i saw the ps5 and i don't know how it's it is you look at pictures and you think that's a big boy It is bigger in person. I don't know how. (laughs) What are are the actual (laughs) dimensions of this monster? It's like 15 inches tall, something like that. Taller, I think. I don't know. It's like, no, like 16 by 14 by 4. It's just remarkable fuck? How, how large it is and because it's all curvy they, yeah. i don't know that's not anything to litigate i was just taken aback at how large it was upon seeing a yeah, yeah. person uh but over the course of that night uh, i woke up at midnight to try to order the xbox um try to order the xbox online site was down immediately of course for reasons yep. previously discussed uh <laughs> and uh i was prepared for that eventuality and at four thirty 4 30 or so i woke up went to the mall waited there were five xbox series x's at the store where i was waiting they had it listed on a sign and i was person number four so (laughs) yeah um so So i made it out with an xbox series x and i was very happy and after using it it's pretty good and that i think is kind of the sentiment that is really encapsulating this whole thing, after all the hullabaloo, after all the mismanagement, there's not a lot of, oh, this Xbox is great, or the PS5 is earth shattering, it's like, no, it's pretty good. Because, really, the the most tangible difference is the solid state drives on these things. They have significantly Mm -hmm. faster read and write speeds, that means loading times are very, very fast um i saw a great tweet that said sorry if i'm not responding to my texts loading screens basically don't exist anymore and i was like that's a funny <laughs> joke that's, that's a funny, funny joke and then i actually stopped texting people back because i look at my phone and then the game's ready to go and i'm like oh shit fuck all right uh um, that's wild uh overall reception of both consoles uh i guess all three has been pretty warm the playstation 5 winning a lot of uh praise for its controller and the adaptive triggers, which can adjust the amount of tension it requires to pull them, and has, like, a Nintendo HD Rumble-style feedback in them. So people say, like, drawing bows and arrows on them is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, pl- Playstations, uh, th- there's a game called, I think it's a Astro's Playroom. And it's just like this cute little game platformer where he plays this cute thing and the vibration is like really heavily utilized. But to me, that reads like a lot of the Nintendo tech demos we see. Like Nintendo made the Wii U look cool at first and then nobody cared about the things the Wii U did and those tech demos disappeared. So I'm kind of wondering if we're going to start seeing support for this sort of thing by third-party developers. Um, And beyond that, really, between the two of them it's been kind of the same across the board. PS5 is is selling more because it's the PS5. The but i there has been so little to say since then. On the Xbox side of things, I can say they've added uh, the EA Play subscription to Game Pass Ultimate. So like the day that the Xbox One, the Xbox Series X came out, there are suddenly 60 games including like Jedi Fallen Order that are just on Game Pass and that's amazing. Um but this has been maybe the least big deal launch that I've seen in a long, long time. And I think part of that is just a lot of people still can't get them. Yeah, but I which think is kind of
1: kind of makes it a big deal for other reasons. Well, <laughs> well that's the,
0: the, because it has
1: a, a reduced impact, because the
0: consumers that want to use this thing can't use this thing, there yeah. is just inherently less conversation about it and the people that have them like myself I'm very fortunate to have one I am blown away at how quickly I can get into games I love that when I'm playing Destiny with Austin I could start playing levels like a good minute or so before he can, <laughs> and he just has to sit with a black loading screen that's fun to me um the fact that fast travel in video games is actually fast like this is a meaningful upgrade for console owners and yeah. for and I and I think it really They really finally make clear the idea that if you do not want to build a PC, if you do not want to pay to build a superior machine, these are a significant improvement over the last ones. But until more people can get them, I don't know how much there is to say. Yeah. It's...
1: I just... I hope that... I really hope that, like, people don't pay scalper prices for them and just, like let all the scalpers kind of like only make a little bit of a profit for it to the point where it wouldn't be worth it or having to sell them cheaper <laughs> cuz they bought too much stock it's just like this fucking just scum scummy
3: shit yeah dude. i mean we we did see jeff one of the scalpers actually this was a scalper who's the, the who had bought mainly ps5s i think um but there has to be more shit like this like this one scalper literally like posted his stock uh like a picture of his stock on twitter said fuck your feelings and wanted to charge like a 100% markup and then like he got robbed he got doxxed and robbed like
1: <laughs> yeah, <don't> <laughs> got, got earned there. <laughs> robbed yeah. like, physically yeah. robbed or like, yeah. yeah like someone
3: someone doxed him and then this other person said I have a gun and I'm gonna rob this guy essentially and oh. uh, <laughs> and yeah th- some other person drove to this dude's fucking house or his garage or whatever and stole his shit
1: I wonder what they I, I wonder if they then went and scalped them or if there was just like a fucking PS5 Robin Hood situation where, they, <laughs> where Yeah, I would love to know, but I went and sold them for fair prices. You'd still
3: be Yeah, it's a huge profit, profit if you sell them for fair yeah. prices at that point.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, you could do half
2: half price and you'd make a profit cuz you know you stole yeah. from an asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting that's, getting back to the whole, where mm-hmm. you Uh, Will it turn out like the Wii U kind of situation? Oh God! Uh, Historically speaking, console the consoles that succeed are the ones that are easy to develop for. Like Mm -hmm. uh, the PS2, in comparison to the Xbox and the GameCube, was actually weaker. But like Mm. it was in because of DVD technology, it was just infinitely easy to develop for that than the other two consoles. The PS3 was a nightmare because the architecture was just so much for any developer yeah. to deal with so the wien 360 yeah uh, there and
0: uh, a, lo- a lot of people like to blame the ps3 for its high starting price but really it was the fact that it was um it just took a lot more time for people to build stuff and time is money yeah yeah
2: so uh, <laughs> yeah it's i get the feeling that like the rising cost of development for console games ps4 five and uh, Xbox Series X going to be the problem cuz with like PC development you can uh oh, you can tr- you don't have to be on the cutting edge with every game you make and right. with the Switch it's just not powerful enough to be on the cutting edge and its main gimmick is portability and ease of place uh that that's what uh those bring to the table so time will tell if like uh uh there more their extra power yeah. is a boon the, or a or a the,
0: the reason curse. I'm the reason I'm a little curious is because we're getting to the point where and it's been happening for a long time, like especially since the um since the Xbox One and PS4 dropped, they're both running the same X eighty six architecture that most Windows computers run on. And so porting things back and forth has been a lot easier since then. They're now running custom chips, but again, built on the same architecture as each other the interesting thing though is that uh for first party support you know that sony is going to say hey uh we have these interesting features on our controller utilize them and we're going to see those first party titles from sony take those things into play there's also a lot of ui things new cards and means of like jumping into games right away that are pretty novel but the fact is if you're comparing specs the xbox series x is more powerful and is already sort of has the reputation of if you just want to play cross-platform games go with the xbox that's not going to drive a lot of sales right up front but that is going to be something that developers pay attention to when porting from one to the other is easy, but, uh uh-oh, the PS5 has a couple extra boxes to tick. I worry that we're going to see, like what happened with the Wii U, where there's this pretty cool feature of the extra gamepad and the extra screen that is just not going to be utilized by developers because it, to them, is a waste of money. It is just a a box to tick that's not worth ticking. And uh, as time goes on, we'll see how this...
2: Ease of portability is definitely going to help. And with the Wii U... The other problem was that like it wasn't that, yeah. It you just couldn't uh, uh, think. You just couldn't like developers just couldn't think about how to use the gamepad in novel yep. ways, and, and uh, which is fair, kind of hard to work around in comparison yep. to motion. And I mean, and all
0: things considered, I, I think that the PS five dual sense controller is maybe the most interesting innovation. The Microsoft's biggest thing is I think right now the Game Pass library and the sheer power of its hardware yeah, and the, game, the affordable price of the Series S.
2: Yeah, the Game but, Pass library. So like library, they can leverage that, that, that as a platform. I, I really do like that. That makes yeah. gaming just more accessible to people, and that's just the It
0: does. Thing. And and I'll say as someone who has it, like I'm playing games that I never would have touched otherwise, and it's wonderful, but i i think that we still to really get the most interesting stories out of this adoption is going to have to pick up for adoption to pick up well uh, availability is going to have to pick up so yeah. we're in it now but it's not quite where i thought we'd be that said <laughs> i like my xbox and i'm yeah. sure everyone with the ps5 is liking their ps5 So uh, that's all I'm going to talk about, and uh, I'm going to kick it on over to Jeff. All right. Okay. Yeah,
1: I've got. It's been a kind of a light news month for me. Oh Well, geek news <laughs> has been pretty heavy in terms of other news, I would say. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've I've got a, a few sort of uh, headlines that could spark some discussion, but might not. Um, in terms of Transformers-related things, uh, there has been a director attached to the second Bumblebee movie. Is Ooh. going to be uh Steven Cape Capel Jr. Uh I think the only significant oh. thing that he's directed is the second Creed movie, which seemed like it was fairly well received. I don't know anything about the fucking Rocky goddamn franchise. Um, the second
2: second Creed movie was pretty good. Uh yeah. so was the first Creed movie. They're they're good boxing movies, Matt.
1: Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, so that that's something that it does. So it seems like that's gonna be the next live action Transformers movie that they're going with. And they still have the uh, uh, quote-unquote live-action Beast Wars movie somewhere (laughs) in the mix. But, you know, that one might be uh, sidelined for for this one to come out first. Um, So that's something. Literally anything at all, that is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The uh, the second season of The Mandalorian uh, started airing this month. And it's pretty good. I like it. Um, Does anyone give a shit about spoilers in terms of people that show up in it no really. i at this point oh no mean, i think i've already heard
3: the spoilers about this yeah, stuff Yeah, I, but... I haven't
0: been watching season two but uh I'm, I'm mostly yeah, like, heads, uh, heads
2: up to those listening that haven't been caught up yeah
0: yeah skip ahead about a minute just to be safe
1: yeah so <laughs> two two characters that were introduced in the clone Wars series have made their live action debut being uh, Bo-Katan who is uh, a Mandalorian person and uh, uh, more importantly and exciting I would say is uh, Ahsoka Tano <laughs> has made her live action debut and it was pretty good pretty good episode I- I'm not like a huge fan of the um the prosthetic that they used on uh the actress Rosaria, right is, uh, Dawson. Rosaria Dawson yeah just because like it's a little bit inconsistent with her more recent animation appearances in that her like head tails are a lot shorter um which i think they just had to do in terms of like the prop being usable with all the like jedi choreography Cause I, like I, yeah, you know, maybe that, um, that's
0: what happens when you have a character completely in an animation space for ten years, and then you're like, yep. "Oh <laughs> crap! How do you how do you do it real?" <laughs> well,
1: well yeah. it's it's a little strange to me, I guess, because like her the the species that Ahsoka Tano is was like a nameless well, a, na- a nameless yeah. background Jedi. Well, if she's got a name now, but in the movie she was nameless. Shakti. Uh, a background Jedi in the in the original you know uh prequel trilogy so it's like that that prop does exist but they probably you know got away with it being a background character so and like yeah and especially since like the the prequel trilogy was so like sort of CGI heavy whereas like the Mandalorian is very purposefully like everything is done super fucking practically I mean aside from the whole like goddamn holographic background or whatever but um but in terms of like the, the characters, they wanted everything to feel more like the original movies. So it's like a lot of yeah. puppetry and props and stuff like that. So I, I understand it. I'm a, I'm a little bit sad that they couldn't make the longer head tails work. But at the end of the day, it's not really that big a deal. <laughs> Someone will deep um, think
0: yeah. it in later. It's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a, it was a good episode that that she showed up in and she'll probably be in more. Um, that was just the most recent episode as of when we we're recording. This is uh, the first one yeah. that she showed in. Um, and then nice. the other piece of uh, not really media, but uh, fucking like yesterday, as of recording, uh, formerly Ellen, now Elliot Page came out as transgender. Oh so that's pretty cool. Saw that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, I I don't, that, I don't really uh, have a lot to say for about that. Good for him, but you know, yeah. My uh, yeah, my uh, initial uh, thought was like
0: they're 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 part of the ongoing you know Umbrella Academy show, which has that been renewed for
1: season three. I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was thinking Steven. like, well, yeah. Elliot Page was in X Men and is now in Umbrella Academy, so this technically qualifies as geek news, <laughs> I guess.
0: <laughs> well, no. The, the interesting thing is, I uh, I read that Netflix for anything that they've partnered with Elliot with, they're actually going back and updating some of the titles and credits to. Robots. Oh yeah, that's kind of <laughs> nice. I oh, really? actually, actually awesome.
2: dude, yeah, yeah. I'll get, dig
3: it. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, that was something that I was thinking about bringing up, but I wasn't going to, but it seems like, uh, with regards to, like, their dealings with individual artists and stuff, Netflix seems to be doing very well when compared to other streaming services, um,
1: yeah.
3: and stuff, uh, cause I saw a, uh, Dave not Dave like Chappelle. a show, a show, yeah, the Dave Chappelle thing, uh, earlier this month, yeah. that he, he gave this, it was kind of like a show, but kind of a, you know, just a speech about how, um. He signed this shitty contract when he was a kid, uh, you know, when he was like, you know, 19 or 20 or some shit when he was young Dave Chappelle, uh, or he could have been like 25. I don't know. Still not super, you know, he he was told that this was a a good contract, but then, uh, you know, his, was
1: it with Viacom? Is that right? For the yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: for the, for the Chappelle show, right, yeah. and, uh, you know, but now they yeah. went and, ter- they turned around and sold it, sold the Chappelle show to a bunch of, uh, streaming services and stuff, including, uh, you know, people who had previously turned him down when he was trying to get the Ch- Chappelle show on TV, and he yeah. was pissed off by that, especially because I don't think he was even getting, uh, like, Any royalties Apple. or anything, yeah. yeah, so, like, uh, but then he asked Netflix to take it down, and they just said they would and they did I think so that's yeah, that's because, cool I mean,
1: they, they also have like a, a working relationship with Dave Chappelle because he does a bunch of yeah Netflix exclusive like shows yep. and stuff yeah like that so like but yeah, like you know it, it, it was, was not within, within their. yeah it is nice that it's a nice that it's like the right thing to do but like it's also like yeah I can see business reasons why that would make sense for them to do as well but yeah no yeah, it's just... nice to see like you know even if it's for business reasons it's nice to see companies making morally correct decisions about stuff yeah well you know i mean if you want to
3: say it's fr- it's a business decision i think that i would probably say that it's not in virtue of them doing it for business reasons i don't think that it's necessarily the like th- the moral choice I for them it. to make it's it. like I doing the right thing for the wrong reasons
0: correct i'm like austin's gears are turning <laughs> <laughs>
3: <And I laughs> no no, no but but i'm just thinking like it's regardless of like that it's i i uh, hearing about um the elliot page um like updating old uh names in like credits and stuff uh mm-hmm. that i don't know that makes it sound like they are just trying to like foster these good relationships with yeah. people who they work with instead of just uh you know straight up fucking people they, over <laughs> yeah because it, you know just doing the minimum legal requirements for it to work with yeah. people um i don't know So yeah that that's
1: about all i really had this month and that yeah. there wasn't really a ton that happened we've seen some more uh, like images of upcoming transformers figures but nothing like really groundbreaking <laughs> enough to, to to be worth yeah. sharing with you guys <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, let's uh, I let's kick it over to Chowder, who I believe was uh was third in our order here. That's Chatter, true. What have you have you found the answers you were looking for on
2: Kickstarter dot com? Yeah, yeah, I, I found <laughs> what I'm looking for. I don't actually know what the <laughs> song. Is. Uh, anyway. Uh, that's close enough. Close enough. <laughs> I, oh, I know. It's I still haven't found what I'm looking for. So, no, no, that is incorrect. Sick. You two is incorrect. <laughs> you youtube (laughs) fuck you bono anyway all right (laughs) okay i guess that's the position this show is taking (laughs) all right uh so i guess i'll just start with the kickstarter since that's uh what's in front of me right now but like yeah yeah uh first first thing i saw was or i want to talk about is declines drop which is this uh 2d platformer uh and it's Got this really nice art style, very pleasing to the eye. It's uh, it's very reminiscent of Yoshi's Island. Actually, it's a hmm. two, it's a two D platformer about a puppet who wants to avenge her destroyed garden. Wait, what's it called? It declines drop. So D E C L I N E, comma S drops. Yep, and uh, and yeah, no, it's just a very cute looking game, very quirky. Uh. It's got realistic oh, nice. goals. Uh, some of the features. It's got like six worlds, with each each with uh, eight stages. That's six times eight. That's forty-eight.
1: Forty-eight. Uh,
0: Welcome to the counting geeking program.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we
1: uh, uh, we multiply, clearly aren't. Uh,
2: me. Yeah, we clearly aren't uh, math. Math geeks
1: here, but but yeah, no <laughs> I was just waiting for you to get there yourself. I knew the answer immediately. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm the fuck up. I got the answer. Don't act like I
2: was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, uh you you can check that out. That's uh their Twitter is oh my god. Uh it's 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 French. Wow, lucky them for getting that. No, it's no, 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 no French. <laughs> it's French, so Molino Bulis. Uh, m o or at m o u l i n a u x b u l l e s that's the declines drops kickstarter uh <laughs> yeah the the dev the dev is uh french so like i don't know how to check that pronounce drac d-r-a-z-g-l-b but that's the guy who's developing it i'm guessing that's uh-huh. like a Username of sorts, not his actual name, which is Mark, I believe. God damn
1: you. Maybe it's it's Jirazga Pound. Did you ever think about that? That that muddies the waters. It wouldn't
2: wouldn't (laughs) be Pound. He's French. He'd use metric. I know. (laughs) Yes. Mark is his name. It's, It's cute. It's quirky. It's got, if you like Yoshi's Island, you'll probably like this. Declines drop. Uh, the yeah, next thing cute. I want to talk about is uh, that there's a translation project of the book "Good Night Moon," and I know that's not.
0: Ooh, that- what?
2: Yeah, like <gasps> I- if anyone remembers reading that as a kid, I think that's mm-hmm. kind of interesting mm-hmm. because, like, uh, translating is kind of an art form in and of itself. Because what words are they translating it to? Armenian. Oh, did I not say they're translating it to Armenian? No. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. No, y- you did not. It was
0: very vague, and my mind ran wild with the possibilities. Ah. But we've settled on Armenian, so uh, more detail. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to be translated in both Western and Army or Eastern Armenian, which uh, which apparently it has two different dialects. And uh, like I said, I think that's I- interesting because, like, translation is a art form in and of itself because words don't always carry over from one language to the other exactly the same so you have to yeah work around that and with like more obscure languages that uh people don't see as profitable to translate into it's uh, i think worth doing just to preserve those, yeah pres- now
1: is that done languages? by like was that initiative started by the the original authors or like why was was why was goodnight moon of all things picked for that uh i'm I'm reading through this not right that it's now. A, not that it's because it's thing just, to, just, it's just it's just
3: good literature <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh like I, I could see if thing. it was like oh there's an initiative to like you know translate a bunch of different uh children's our children's books including good night moon but like specifically just good night moon that seems like i mean it's fine that's a, a it's as fine as any uh <laughs> child's book to uh, to translate I'm just wondering how they landed on that one, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean.
2: And, like, the re- the reason I'm even uh, t- talking about this is, like, recently I had a—I uh, was talking to uh, my cousin, and we were, like, uh, arguing what the meaning of a Bengali word—what uh, the Bengali word for liver, right? And I was like—the uh, word is goli by the way,
1: and, like, the way, the way we— <laughs> Well, heard- wait a minute. I want to hear both sides. What was your cousin's Was
2: <laughs> Well, no. No, no, no. That's the thing. Like— the way I've heard the word, I've used heard it used to uh, for multiple different kinds of organs, from hearts to lungs. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, and <clears throat> so I thought the word meant organs. My cousin's like, mm, it means liver. Uh, event eventually, like we ask my uncle, and he explains that it does mean liver, but uh, we just kind of use it for cooked hearts as well. So so, huh. and it's like a. Uh, and then I'm like, wait. So, what's the Bengali word for heart? And he says, uh, we just if we have to talk about the heart, we just use the English word heart. But there had to be, have been a word we used for heart before English. Well, uh, the English, yeah. English were ruling Bangladesh for two hundred years. Yeah, but there was a time before mm-hmm. that, and eventually, he just explains that. The word's kind of been lost and uh Yeah. And uh, he says
0: no nobody took the time to translate Goodnight Night Moon into Bengali, so we lost that particular <laughs> word. Yeah. No.
2: And like the way Bengali is, like, yeah, there's plenty of Bengali words, but like also it'll also just mix in words from Hindu, Urdu, English, and mm-hmm. Arabic. And so like uh, a lot of a lot of Bengali speakers won't know certain Bengali words, like the example he used is, uh, Kedaro, uh, chair, and, uh, most, uh, Bengali speakers wouldn't know what Kedaro means, and they'd usually just use, like, the Hindu or English. Hmm. And, uh, and, like, it kind of strikes me that Bengali is a dying language, so, so it's like, yeah, no, any attempt to, like, keep a, keep a language alive is super worthy, even if it in a very s-
1: strange format as book that, like Goodnight Moon. That's pretty freaking cool. cool. I mean, it's, it's also yeah. interesting just because, like, I, I haven't really considered, like, languages that are that are not used enough <clears throat> to the point where, like, a lot of media probably just, like, isn't translated over to it, which means, like, yeah. for people who only speak that language, their consumption of media must be, like, a lot more limited in access to the rest of the world. I mean, well, I guess it's also probably true yeah. that there are fewer and, people that only speak Armenian because I mean, yeah. I mean, exactly. The reality is yeah. they
2: pro- they probably have picked up a second language, um, yeah. a second more commonly used language like Bangladesh. Uh, a lot of Bengali people will be uh, will have knowledge in both Hindu and uh, uh, English because uh, yeah. it's uh, it's just something you need to have, uh, and uh, and like in doing that, those other languages tend to phase out the more obscure language. yeah
1: yeah that makes sense
3: and it's also like you don't have a bengali language authority like the fucking french do for french (laughs) like that's i think that's also just like part of the imperial project anyway but like you know you like you could hypothetically prevent words getting lost by some sort of social institution like that but like who fucking does that the french uh, do you want to emulate the french probably not <laughs> uh
2: so, i mean considering uh that they're like make marking uh muslims in their country with, yeah. Uh, with God, arms, go, oh then, yeah no
1: they're going full nazi germany here great well at least france is less of a threat to deal with well
3: yeah i mean to us but look at us yeah. so i don't know you know
2: uh, yeah uh in uh less depressing news uh Blossom Detective Holmes, which had a Kickstarter a few years back. <laughs> That's
1: a fucking. That was a killer segue. Excuse my me.
3: Dude.
0: Uh, uh, let's ignore the looming mechanisms for genocide
3: and talk about blossoms. <laughs> Blossom <laughs> Detective you know. Holmes. It has nothing to do with uh, the Powerpuff Girls. I see. Okay. To be
1: fair, uh, that's pretty much <laughs> just what this show is. Is let's yeah. ignore the looming mechanisms of genocide and talk about Blossom detective <laughs> homes. For the last, oh, <laughs> hold on, I need to, I need to
0: fix something. I forgot I have automation on my speakers, and Christmas music is about to start playing. Oh God! Give me just a moment. In the, in your home
3: where you live, you do that.
0: It it was it, it was a specific thing I did as like to surprise my girlfriend and I forgot to turn it off and she just got home and now my room is green. Um, <laughs> wait, continue. Wait,
1: wait 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 wait. No 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 no. This <laughs> this triggers when she got home or specifically at 4:43 p.m. when she gets home. She not oh, okay. specifically that would be, that would be wild. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was asking. <laughs> okay. God. All right, Chatter, few, I'm sorry. A, a few
2: years back, uh, Steve Stevon, uh, uh uh one of uh lead director on shows like Legend of Korra and uh Voltron uh Nice. Voltron Legendary Defenders? What? Well, yeah, I, I was forget that's like what the little Sure. Uh
1: su- no, title right. of the
2: Yeah, okay. Uh Voltron Le- Legendary Defenders. Uh he It might be uh, started, singular.
1: Legendary Defender? I don't know. Uh, uh, whatever continue he, on Sorry. he
2: started a kickstarter for oh my uh his own series called blossom detective homes making, uh-huh. making on his own time uh which that's is, a big undertaking yeah it, it it is that's why it took a few years man and uh wow and uh you know and and now like uh it's uh premiering with like six mini episodes on youtube uh it's already got three out and uh it, it so like I uh, I'm just saying this cuz hey check out Blossom Detective Homes 'cause cuz it's pretty cool. It's about it's about like uh these two kids who are detectives and who get themselves in like crazy situations. It's rad. I like it. Nice. The last thing I wanted to talk about is uh they announced that coming to the PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch in in uh 2021 yeah. of summer of 2021 uh World ends, The World Ends With You 2, which is like, what? That's getting a sequel? Hell yes. Uh, yeah. For, for those of you who don't know, that's like a game by Square Enix made by the same same guy who made uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Tetsuyu Nomura, or Nomura. And like, yeah, no, that game came out like, or first came yeah, out on the DS 10 years ago, and
3: yeah, it's old <laughs> enough to call it a throwback. I think at this point. Wait, yeah. what? Or over? Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry. Continue.
2: Yeah, and like, it, it. One, it looks right as hell. They've managed to translate the two D illustrations into three D into a three D art style really well. Uh, and uh, two, it just looks right as hell. Like, uh, it's a uh, urban urban punk rock. Uh, high fashion style look is just right as hell, and I'm just glad to see that again. <laughs> so it it's got a funky saw, man. What can I say? And that's, yeah. uh, that you can is that uh, is rad
1: as hell. That's what you can say, <laughs> you've said it <laughs> <laughs> And that is all I got
2: to talk about Yeah, nice. uh, the Kickstarter nice. stuff Took longer right. than I expected, but yeah Let's,
0: uh, let's. well, we got into A great, like, philological discussion About uh, the nature of language Which is like <laughs> what I just said Anyways, that was redundant, and then genocide But we quickly pivoted back to Kickstarter And now we're going to pivot again to Boom. Austin.
3: Uh, yeah, okay, I want to get this one out of the way, um, there's a fucking rumor that, uh, Elden Ring was gonna be released in March 2021, (laughs) but it, you know, I, that it's, there's no, like, actual date or anything, so. Oh, boy. It's more nothing. Just out of the way. Um, point, anywho. That
1: game never comes out, so I can just keep <laughs> <it from you.
3: laughs> God, there's not even that much to continue talking about if they keep, like, putting it off. If they put it off until, like, 2022, everyone's going to forget that it exists. Um, Anyway, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a lie. That's
0: what happened to Cyberpunk. I now mean, uh, Cyberpunk's we... finally about to come
3: out, so we'll I see. I mean, to yeah? be
2: fair, Sekiro didn't come out that long ago, so, you know, games take a while.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. The, it's not, the problem is not that it is taking a long time for Elden Ring to come out. Uh, the problem is that there has been no news about it since it was announced.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's a bad feel when a game is like, check out this awesome thing, and then they go dark. That's a bad feel.
3: Yeah. That's all. <laughs> um, But anyway, so yeah, I hate to be... Know, it's
1: going swimmingly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but no, there's a lot don't. of... <laughs> <laughs> oh you know there's a oh, lot of geez. bad news uh so this month fucking so apparently it's actually over the the, the evil has been defeated um supernatural has ended oh my God. <laughs> this past month I was like, where are you going with this <laughs> so you have
2: me in the first half not gonna lie
3: <laughs> yeah so i don't even know i'm gonna say things and a- that i've said to you guys before i think once because it happened it, when this came up earlier in the month i was like yeah this is fucking all over social media for me i haven't watched this show since i was in high school or something and like
1: I did not know this many people were still watching supernatural like I yeah know, fucking so same funny. right it's i was seeing a surprising number of people on my social yeah. media talking about like destiel and i was like <laughs> you fucking, you're not you do not strike me as the kind of person that would like, like fucking i've, never seen, in the, I've
0: never seen i've never seen an episode i know nothing about the show so that yeah particular, so killer you know name crossing yeah. social media just left me in a stupor for two days yeah so
3: weird. let's let's do some quick some quick explanation for you colin um supernatural if you don't know it's the show about these two adult brothers sam and dean they hunt monsters it turns into them really mostly hunting demons and stuff and it's yeah. just everything turns very oddly christian um it, you know they get possessed and they're sent to hell and shit and they come back and uh so there's a, a particular relationship now there's a particular relationship that has become very popular among like people in the supernatural fandom because uh as you may imagine being a cw show etc etc uh supernatural is uh, has two main characters who are men it has some other tertiary characters who are men it has no good female characters uh all of them either don't get fleshed out or they die or they don't get fleshed out and then they die Um, and so, uh, the, the last episode, so what, what happened this past month, uh, from my, which I learned by seeing shit on the internet is that, uh, in the second to last episode, um, these two characters, uh, there, there, there's Cass, uh, Castiel, he's an angel who inhabits this dude's body and he, you know, does good stuff with the good guys. There's Dean who is one of the brothers, a lot of character, a lot of, sorry, a lot of normal, well, I don't know about normal, a lot of human beings who are fans of the show have shipped these two characters, um, and, uh, you know, the show never confirmed anything, and it's been accused of, like, queer baiting around the characters, I don't know for a fact that that's what's going on, but I also haven't been watching it, and, you know, I'd fucking believe it, it's a CW like, show. Um, I, I don't know,
1: I feel like it was probably, because, like, like, I don't, i don't think dean i mean it's been a while since i've watched it, so i don't think dean was written very gay like he's very like you know like oh yeah no masculine. i i i feel like any any hints of stuff between and this is probably worse probably than baiting. but any hints between dean and cast i think was probably supposed to be like occasional one-off jokes which is not yeah, great either. But like, I yeah, no, have, for sure. I I, don't know. I,
3: I think yeah. that I think that the the stuff that's more queer baity allegedly happened in like way later seasons. This is the end of uh, season yeah, eleven, yeah. I think. By yeah. the way, there's like
1: since
3: like season yeah. eight
1: or something like that.
3: Yeah. Um. But anywho, so um, there was a, the, the second to last episode. Uh, that Cass confesses his love for Dean. Dean looks disgusted.
2: And then Cass
3: now hell, because of plot yeah. reasons. No, no, yeah, because of plot reasons, Cass was apparently in a state where if he ever felt happiness, he would be teleported to super hell and be stuck in super hell. Uh, not called super hell, but that's just what it is. So not sure he not my
0: microphone's gain is up enough, but it might have heard the crackling of my eyelids shooting all the way <laughs> open.
3: Yeah, so, uh, Dean, conf- sorry, Dean watches Cass confess his love while they're, like, trapped in this room, and they're injured, and, like, there's, the, you know, the evil's gonna come get them. Um, but then, Cass just says that he loves him, and he has this speech, and then he immediately gets slurped up by this black goo that teleports him into super hell, and that's, like, <laughs> that. And then people are like, "Oh my fucking god, uh, the the ship that, name that, Dean that, plus Castiel, they call it Destiel. It's canon, but like it's also extremely the most homophobic way to make it canon." Yeah, like um, no, don't worry, <laughs> it gets better. That's only this. No, no, please don't worry, it gets better. That's only the second mean, to last episode. Because it's not the end of the better series. Or that or was it? the that was the penultimate episode. It's not the finale. In the finale apparently it so it sounds like a fever dream to me um the finale was like even worse than anything that we've seen for this for like these kinds of movie sorry for these kinds of shows in that um they do a bunch of time skipping to show uh the other so sorry uh after all of that drama in the last episode apparently sometime in the future dean gets killed accidentally by a vampire in a clown suit um who pushes him into a wall where he gets like pierced by a, a nail or some shit and he fucking gets impaled and he dies um that no, just he doesn't happens get
2: impaled and dies i i think he dies of tetanus isn't that right I, I don't know i mean well yeah he
3: gets he gets pierced by the nail and he fucking dies because he got pierced by the nail
2: so jo- okay, jocelyn like- jocelyn is in the uh chat right now <laughs> saying apparently i'm right he died of tetanus randomly yeah so
3: <laughs> dean just t- dies of dean just fucking dies of tetanus and then they do like you know a little montage to show that sam uh continues to live a life without him and eventually dies of old age i think but they, okay. the way that they age up sam is like by putting a bad wig on him um yeah. and wait, then wait, like they all get to t-
1: also
3: no, no no it gets better it gets better okay. they right. in the afterlife they go to heaven and sam and dean are there castiel is not in heaven not because he's still in super hell, because apparently he, like, helps fix up heaven after the drama of the whole series. He's just not there. But their car is there. The Impala. They have a <laughs> magical car that is in heaven with them. Heaven. And that's that's the show. That's how it ended. The car is in but heaven. Also, the car is in heaven.
1: Wild. It's wild for Dean's final fate to be, like, dying of tetanus when, like, in the show, like, just casually in episodes, both Sam and Dean have died before and just been brought back because... Yeah, but
3: it died by much more dangerous things. I mean, also, like, Dean... And also just, like, there was,
1: like, literally one episode that started by, like, some other hunters who had a fucking pick to like a fucking gear to grind with them just like break into their motel room and just shoots them with a shotgun and then the whole episode is like them being in heaven and doing stuff and then getting out of heaven so it's like it's wild that there wasn't some like grand you can definitely never come back death for you know or like some discussion of don't bring me back this time just like oh no he just fucking died of tetanus while fighting a vampire like that's wild i don't know (laughs)
3: god so wait are we getting some corrections from jocelyn right now
0: well, Jocelyn, Jocelyn, who's listening to us record, is now arguing with Pat, who is not listening to us record in our Discord, <laughs> and it's just, uh, not man, I am, third to last episode, I am, I am, I am checked out on so many levels,
1: Austin. I want yeah, no, that's
3: Austin. pretty much all I had to say, like, that was just a fantastically terrible way to end a show, um, that was not a great show to begin with, it's, uh, you know. Yeah.
1: It, was, it was good a while ago, it just should have ended, like, fucking... Seven seasons Austin, ago, I wanna, I wanna
0: <laughs> do a personal thank you to reaffirming the fact that I've never watched it. I'm not trying to cast aspersions on the show, but I am certain now more than I am. ever that it is this not. show
2: sounds like a mess. It
3: oh yeah, no, mess, it's it sure. does sound pretty fucking bad. But that's like I a, it, a piece of history a right I'm a there. Star Trek fan, I have standards. So <laughs> uh, <and laughs> not like the else? fun
2: kind of mess, you know.
3: Mm. Um, do I have I'm something else? Do right I have question. something else that matters? I talked about. Do any of us? um. Oh yeah. There's one thing that's actually, uh, kind of weird and not like horrifying, but kind of, kind of disturbing. Um, so apparently I didn't know about this, but for the past fucking 20 years, this is a real fucking story. Um, nin- like the Pokemon. There haven't been Pokemon cards depicting Kadabra because this oh. fucking magician like d- d- sued. Po- the oh, sued Nintendo because the so so the, this fucking magician Yuri Geller sued Nintendo wait, because wait, he no, does wait, he does the
1: fuck up. specifically Kadabra and not Al Kazam they look the same
3: yes yes <laughs> okay. um and this is I can I can explain why this is um because apparently um it so it looks like I'm not sure if this is actually the case but it, lo- it I mean it fucking held up in court I guess it looks like the Japanese name for Kadabra is a play on Geller's name uh because he it like does
0: lohan suing rockstar for putting her on the cover of grand theft auto when she was uh yeah yeah kind of it's like, he he well
3: yuri geller apparently he didn't like that they used his uh his name to turn him into a character who was like a cult and evil or some shit that was his stated thing i don't think he believes a fucking word of it but anyway he recently gave nintendo permission to use kadabra on pokemon cards again which is, like, wild that Kadabra hasn't appeared on Pokemon cards in fucking 20 years and I didn't know. It, I mean, it's not like I play Pokemon, but, like, that's just, I'm, it I'm seems sure. like something that we should notice. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. That, he's a middle evolution, so he's probably left out. Cause it, cause he was yeah, because they can the do the, guy, right?
3: yeah, uh, I think so, kind of, but I don't know. It's just, it's a wild thing that just came out. To me, yeah. I don't know. Maybe other people were already aware of this fucking
1: a- a- allegedly
3: famous magician. I don't know.
1: I was, I was aware of, of, of that trio being designed after that guy. I did not know that prevented Kadabra from being on Pokemon cards for the past so many years. Specifically trading cards. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> just, just the trading cards. Not
1: just yeah. the trading
2: cards. All
3: right. uh, yeah, because I mean, he's still cadabra has still fucking appeared in all the games and in a, the show several times i think but just the yeah. great trading cards
1: yeah. I, I don't think we'd notice if he wasn't in the show for that for all those times either true again <laughs> middle evolution but but he if cadabra never games. showed up in the show i'm fucking looking it up has cadabra ever showed up in the fucking anime
0: well um, he finally does research for the first time out of any of us <laughs> in this episode i'm gonna put that into the rating section <laughs> So here is where we're gonna try to break down all the stories that we uh, that we just shared and figure out what is the uh, what's the biggest one? What is our top story for the month of November 2020 in the realm of geek news? Uh, Jeff, feel free to pipe up with those results whenever you have them. The flow oh, you know I was will. destroyed long ago. <laughs> um, let's let's go backwards around the circle.
1: Austin, if you had to pick a story out of all those you've talked um.
3: about, which
1: team uh, so dominate? it looks like it looks like Kadabra... Alright was in the original indigo league yeah and maybe a couple other minor appearances after that so it seems like he's he's yeah up. well yeah. that was worth our time austin
0: what, uh, <laughs> what you what you got what would you dominate for the top story? oh my
3: god i just fucking uh, time out uh i you know i i don't i'm not sure i i'm in i'm tempted to uh i'm tempted to call all this bullshit about the consoles the biggest story because like that's a problem uh the whole situation of scalping and trying to sell consoles during a pandemic and shit but like i mean that's just a that's just like a normal capitalism problem anyway i think um
1: but not but then okay
3: you know i think (laughs) i am tempted yeah, no, I'll just, I'll go with the console thing for now. Let's All see right. if my mind changes because the, uh, someone else comes up with a really good reason yeah. for something else.
0: The, uh, the, the muddy state of console sales and marketing right now, I think, are a big deal. To be honest, if we're talking about sheer impact, I kind of have to agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're talking about stuff that I was the most interested in... <laughs> Well, I did check out about three or four times and just fully started chatting with, with, with our friends in the Discord during this episode. Um, the destiel thing does does not... Here's the thing. I appreciate that it means a lot to a lot of people, so I'm open oh, yeah, to for sure, as an option because of its impacts. Uh, but I have no connection to it. Uh, otherwise, the Goodnight Moon thing interested me the most. Um I don't know how that fits on the scale with everything else. So I guess those are the three that I'm looking at. Um, Right now, I'm leaning most toward the console thing as well, which I did not expect to, but just because it's still developing. And, like, we haven't even talked about the new Destiny or any of the new
1: games because a lot of new games are out. I'm sure we'll get around to that, but... Okay, so here's... I think, like... There is a silver lining in one of these bad stories that Austin has brought to us. Because like, <laughs> I think it is very big, significant, and positive news that Supernatural is now over. <laughs> <laughs> Until they were like fucking announce some goddamn spinoff, we're done hearing about the fucking Winchesters. So I- I'm, I'm that would be that my might number actually pull me choice. in that direction focusing that on the that one aspect choice. of it um but i i cannot deny that the the fucking clusterfuck of the uh lack of xboxes and playstations is also quite important it's probably more important to the most number of people i would say but i i'm comfortable with going with either of those but fucking supernatural is gone man that's great <laughs> <laughs> all right uh chowder how about you what you feeling uh
2: for shits and giggles, I'm tempted to just give my vote to the Kadabra shit just for <laughs> such ridiculous such nonsense bullshit. Yeah, no.
0: it is the maybe the most one of the most mundane <laughs> legal problems a company could have.
2: <laughs> um but, uh, I don't know. but I'll But I'll give my vote to the console
0: yeah yeah and because we we might get to a point in a few months where like I won't be the only person here with experience with them but for now that's just that's just gonna be what it is so uh hey uh the the current shambles of console sales but uh, the positive receptions of the ones that have been sold I suppose is the uh is our top story for November and uh in December, Nothing's probably going to change on that front, so I will have very different things to talk about. But that's it. If you haven't already, <laughs> have take a look at the state of different the console, console wars. Things
1: to talk about. Uh, I'll Anyways, Hilda yeah. season
2: two comes out on December
1: 15. Go watch that. Yes. Very good. What comes out? Hilda,
3: oh, the second time. Yeah. I'm Netflix. Yeah. About
1: that. Very cool. Well, you guys can talk mm-hmm.
3: about
0: that in our next briefing program, and I look forward to it. But for now, that about wraps it up. Uh, we are going to be back in about two weeks with an episode of um, with an episode of the Common Geeking Program proper, uh, where I believe the current idea is going to be I try to recap the movie Tenet for, <laughs> for some folks. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tenet's wild. I can't really say much beyond that. (laughs) I need to see it again. And it's coming out for home release on December 15th. So I'm going to watch it again because I kind of have to. But I I think right now that's the plan for the next episode. Um, So spoilers about... Uh, so check in in a couple weeks for that. Cool. but uh, And then we'll be back uh, next month recapping Geek News for December. Uh, but for now, I have been and continue to be Colin Ketchin. And I have been and will not continue to be joined by... Hi.
1: What? Wait, so that confused me. You won't be continued to be joined by us? Well, we're just, about to end today? the podcast, so I'm, oh. yeah. just, I'm not going okay. to be joined You will cease to be joined by us very soon. I was just like that processed in my brain. Uh, and then it, <laughs> the intro, Chowder
0: decided to introduce himself.
1: Yeah. I'm Jeff Levitt. Uh, you can find me... I, I, it's, it feels so pointless to keep p- pimping out my goddamn Instagram that I literally <laughs> have not added to in months. <laughs> but <laughs> things I wish existed, there's a dot between each word. I've got a YouTube uh, toy review channel that's Alchemist Prime Reviews. And uh, yeah, that's that's all, all the places you can find me.
2: Uh, hi, I'm Timel or Chowder, whichever you prefer. You can find me on Twitter at Taimul uh, I also run the common geeking program Twitter poorly, so you can, <laughs> yes.
1: how is our Twitter run? I don't have a Twitter, so I don't, I don't keep up with our, any of our social media. Do we have fans? I don't even know.
2: Uh, we do have followers, like 70 of them, which is cool a double digit number.
3: <laughs> That's true. Uh,
1: so is 10. Oh, Jesus.
3: <laughs> um, right, who's,
1: who's the last fella here?
3: Uh, yeah uh i'm austin still uh Specific. yeah if, if you uh i don't know i have social media but i don't use it for anything that's relevant here so if you find me like you know whatever good luck um
1: for- Use it for if you bugs. find him saying anything, in re- uh, re- if you find him saying anything relevant, it is an imposter and please report it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, I just saw the thing that Pat. So yeah, uh, that's that's it so for me. Guys, um, I
1: saw
2: Austin venting. So you know, <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> All right, with that, we're gonna head on out. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. What a tonally strange episode.
0: This episode of the Common Briefing Program is hosted, as always, by me, Colin Ketchin, and I was joined by Jeff Levitt, Timul Chowdhury, and Austin Liebers. This episode is sponsored by that weird feeling I get in my fingertips after I cut my nails. I don't know what it is, but I hate it all the same. Uh, this uh, podcast is created and produced by myself and Jeff Levitt with this episode and its original music uh, by me, uh did all the editing and stuff Uh, i also for the first time threw together show notes which i'm going to try to do going forward so if you heard anything here you're interested in check out the notes and you can always go to learn more so we'll be back in two weeks talking about tenet you can check out commongeekingprogram.com for more so stay tuned and thank you for listening to this
1: Yeah. I I'm gonna, I'm going to fucking that... take these coins that are next to me and just throw them yeah. far away so I don't even have the option to fiddle with them.
0: I have thrown so many knickknacks away from me while recording. Like, it's the only <laughs> option. Is to I am them.
1: yelling
2: right now.
0: Yeah. No, chatter. I do that, too, where I'm like, I'll try to measure my levels for speaking, and I'm like, wait, I'm yelling 100% mm. of the time. This is useless.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like... <laughs>